0: I'm gonna try and take 15 minutes to just um, tell my story and try and draw some useful things out of it. But um, I'm I'm condensing quite a lot uh, into a short moment. Um, So I may have to skip across some stuff at the end. Uh, I wanna just share that this is one type of kingdom business. There's lots of, um, start the watch. There's lots of uh, different types of kingdom business out there, and I know there's different people in this church. There's even a diversity of kingdom businesses in this church. This is one type. It's particularly high risk. It comes from a calling. Um, There are other types of kingdom businesses that come out uh, in in other ways. Um, I'm sharing a few scriptures uh, this morning that have meant a lot to me along the way. I would just invite you to read the full reference. Uh, I haven't actually got time here to do anything more than give you little snippets of the scriptures but I'll give you the full reference and go away and have a look at the full bit because there's some real meat in there um, so first section is entitled jump my secret signal we agreed that I would do that to change the slide um, so <laughs> jumping I uh, in October 2011 I um, jumped. I left a dream job uh, at his call, and um, it was very hard. It felt like cutting off my arm physically. It, it took me two years to summon the courage to do it, but God was on my case. Um, I'd been praying for years, just Lord, I want to, I want to worship you. I want to do something a bit radical. I'd, I'd do anything, and uh, I think He decided to take me at my word. And he led me to this very high place in a a particular industry, uh, which I was particularly passionate about. And um, never use a mobile phone for a talk because it locks you out. Here we go. Um, And then at that time when I thought, wow, this is amazing, everything's amazing. I'm in this incredible dream job and and there was a promotion on the table and, and he's just like, no, David, I've led you here so that you can understand so you can be shaped and now you need to jump you need to lay it down so that was two years i guess of uh struggle to i guess to kill the kill the flesh as it were um you know the spirit is is willing But the body is weak and uh, that, that, that's that been a theme. So I learned I guess in that moment that um, to to take a call and, and to do it, sometimes you just have to do it out of the fear of the Lord and uh, that, that, that is faith. And uh, I think we, we live in a society that doesn't do faith very well. I think we're taught, you know, money is everything. Logic is everything. Partnering with God requires faith. And faith takes faith. It doesn't look like control. It doesn't look like logic. Sometimes you just have to do what he says because he's God um, and he leads you into the understanding of that later. So the the moment I jumped, I I didn't really have anything lined up. I tried to line everything up. It failed. I couldn't do it. And um, a month later, I was sitting at my desk in my house, unemployed, uh, thinking, what do I do? You've given me this huge concept of a a business that would take this energy resource that we're unlocking in the oceans, this new energy resource, the ocean covering two-thirds of the planet, and you're saying, make it available to normal, small communities who have fishing boats so that it's not just for the big utilities, it's not just for the big oil and gas firms, it's going to be for everybody. And I was I was pretty overwhelmed by that. And I knew that uh, when God calls you, he calls you in his strength, not not your strength. So... I sat at the desk, I got a blank piece of paper, and I remember sitting there on day one going, I need to to kind of build an organization that can build this technology that is like building a spaceship. Literally, it's insanely complex. I've seen 50 companies destroyed trying to do this. Many of them have taken a decade. Many of them have taken tens of millions of pounds and then just been destroyed. How do we do this? And the phone rang, and it was the Crown Estate. Uh, So the Crown Estate at the Queen's Estate, they own the seabed. Uh, And they said, we've heard that you've given up your job. Would you come and see us? So I went into their office, and uh, the head of the marine estate uh, was sitting there. And uh, he said, we've got this problem. We've got all these utility companies wanting to collaborate together, but actually they're in competition, and they want to extract the marine energy that we've all been looking at but they're actually in competition we need you to get them to collaborate. And I, I sat there and I thought, this is not why I gave up my job. This is not the cool Lord, but if you're in this, give me the strategy. So I just prayed that and I said, can you give me a piece of paper? And I wrote down what I had and um, he loved it. And that led to a contract there and there that lasted three years. And I went home, I started a business, put in my quote. and. Um, I was able to just build a little business there that built the business that built the machine. And that was essential, and it built me as well. It was a training ground, and God really used that over that three years uh, and provided a bit of resource that we could use to lay the groundwork. So you step out, you think you've got nothing, but then God just steps in. That was miraculous. The timing was miraculous. The provision was precise. It was what was needed. In Isaiah 58, verses 6 to 14, I'm just reading a little bit. It talks about, is this not the fast that I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke? And I, I think that's what kingdom is about. You know, God's redeeming everything, calling it back to himself. In kingdom business, we're partnering with these ideas that are in that, Isaiah 58, verses 6 to 14, and really read that. Uh, as we are called, if we if we do receive a calling, and, and not everybody will have these moments of like, I'm called to this uh, in the way that I'm talking, uh, we are all on our own journey. But if you have a call and God invites you to jump, then the key is put your eyes on him. So, ha, Peter, there's there's real anointing here today, can I just say? I've just been at a this weekend and God's doing amazing things there as well and it, it makes it quite hard sometimes to uh, not well up when you're telling a story. So, um, When you jump out of a boat, you put your eyes on him. Matthew 14 uh, verses 25 to 32 is, is that lovely story of Peter getting out of the boat and starting to walk on the water. Because he has his eyes on Jesus, they're locked. And when he takes his eyes off Jesus and he looks at all the circumstances and the waves and the cash flow and the, oh my word, I'm too far from the shore, could I swim back? He starts to sink and that's the story and then Jesus pulls him out. So we keep our eyes on Jesus. That's in the jump. His voice, this is another lesson I learned in that time was um, listening to his voice. There there was a lot of prophetic words that came in in a short period and they were quite precise. They... They spoke about things that were in the secret place that I'd been praying for years, and then they told me, and this is what God's doing with that. So I I had a real affirmation of, okay, he's on this. Um, There were also micro affirmations, I call them, and they come in regularly when you're treading a calling. Um, God gives you the little boosts that you need to keep you going Um, when you're thinking, I'm so far from the shore one of these was um there was a word which was very powerful that um the the uh renewable energy that i would be bringing uh i would effectively be like uh, dyson to the renewable energy industry um in the same way as dyson is to the vacuum cleaners industry and uh, two weeks after that we were given a dyson uh randomly and um opened the box, and if you ever get a Dyson, look inside. There's a little story. They they enclose a booklet called The Story of Dyson. And I opened that, and I found on page one is my grandfather's business. It says Hildy and Sons. It turns out that business uh, was key to the inspiration of Dyson in his journey. And I was just like, oh. So I was just weeping at that. And um, these micro-affirmations just keep you... Full of faith for the jump. Resources. This is the. <laughs> great. <laughs> resources. This is a quick story. Um, I ran the consultancy business that that crown estates thing allowed, uh, and some other bits of work for three years, and it was that was great. But it felt like a distraction. But it was training, and it was it was establishing resources and allowing us to lay groundwork uh but god said lay it down at the beginning of 2015 uh and just basically use it to spin out the the main the main thing the the assignment which we did as a company called flex marine power limited um bit of a yeah i, I always think i could have thought a better name but anyway one day um and he said at that point uh because I was, I was saying, Lord, this is too big. What do I do? I need your strategy. I can't do this on my own. So he said, uh, you film it. I'll bring the investment. So this year, I had enough money just stored away. If I lived frugally, I could last for a year. And I was like, okay, Lord, I've got this year. I can just about build something small. I could get it in the water somewhere where it's legal to do that. And okay, let's do that. Everyone, all the mentors were saying, you have to spend half your time raising capital and half your time building your product. You can't just build the product. You fly off a cliff and go bust. But God was saying, you build the product, I'll do the capital. Okay. So we went in obedience and I'm going to cut the story very short. It was an incredible time. Some of you even came out and helped. Uh, We were on this little island at the end of nine months of me uh, designing and building this system and, uh, and then shipping it out to this little island in a a tiny little boat, and uh, some of us camped on the island. I think Johnny were you there? Yeah, and um, put rock anchors in and things like that. And then, to be honest, everybody had to go, and I was left out there for a few more days. And eventually, I got this thing in the water, and I had a GoPro camera, and I had a, a, a camera on my phone, but I didn't really have, you know, decent cameras to do a proper film. And a guy just randomly turned up in a boat. Half an hour into my deployment, uh, he said, I'm the son of the local landowner. We have a quadcopter for surveying our land. It's a professional-grade film camera. Can I play with it? I want to film your project. So, <laughs> so he filmed it. He filmed the whole thing. Uh, and there were all these other instances that happened like this of God's provision just coming in at the right moment. I drove home at the end of that. And remember the word had been, if you film it, I will bring the investment. So I had the film in the bag, I drove home, I unpacked the car, it took me about an hour. And about half an hour into unpacking all my wet stuff, my phone rang, and it was a guy we'd not spoken to for three years, and he just said, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, I want to invest in your business. (laughs) So that that was the first investment, and it happened like that, it was just... No nine months of pitching and courting, it was just, the Spirit spoke to him directly, he called me, he came three days later, I showed him the video, he said, definitely, this is it, this is the sum, that was the sum that we were looking for, the deal was done. And I just testify that we've we've seen that with each subsequent investment, we've done four rounds, we haven't pitched Each one has come at the right time, the right sum, and each one from Christian people who feel called, and that's incredible, Um, and that's a real strength to the business because we pray together, we stand on Scripture together, we receive prophecy together, we can navigate the business together. So it's his journey, it was his call at the beginning, and therefore it's his journey, therefore it's in his strength and therefore it's his finance, his capacity, his vision. So I am just literally a manager. Jesus is the CEO. I do not have to carry the stress of this. It's on him, I pray. I'll come back to that in a minute about worship. Uh, Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you and he'll be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid, Do do not be discouraged. That's our stance. There's a role, provision of resources includes revelation. He gives revelation. Um, Right near the beginning of of this uh, time, he gave me the the product in a waking dream, pretty much. Uh, I I drew it, I still have the drawings. We've gone through thousands of pounds of R&D, laboratories, universities since then, and tested and tried to develop, and it's ended up looking exactly like the drawing. Uh, I kind of sometimes think why didn't I just have the guts to just borrow the money, you know, (laughs) and build it, but um, His way, it's His way in His resources. It's not the Dragon's Den way. That's the world's way. Don't be confused by that. That's not an honoring way. That is a very money focused uh, way. Um, Often God's ways confounds the ways of the world And we have to be prepared to be ridiculed and go in the opposite direction sometimes. It's about him, it's not about money. 1 Corinthians 3, 18 to 23. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. And we often see that. um, It's daily. We've received buildings, boats, engines, offices, forklifts. It goes on, it's a daily... Relationship with God, what do we need to do? How are we doing it, Lord? Have you got the resources? I can bring this? I can do that. Can you fill the gaps? And He does. The last point as I'm going over time is worship. Um, and just to say, uh, kingdom business from a calling, uh, for me, this is about His glory. It's an act of worship. It's, uh, for me, it's a song. I, I used to lead a lot of worship. I used to write songs uh, when we were down in Guildford, and, and uh, we'd do church events and things, and it was in seeking to write the, the perfect lyric and song that would express what God was like as an offering that I realized that I needed to actually put my pen down and start going out and building structures that would become a song. Uh, And the business has kind of ultimately come out of all of that. So I I see it as an act of worship. I see it as a song. Worship is key to sustaining yourself and contending. Um, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're we're perplexed, but not in despair. Um, It's a constant journey of that kind of stuff. And God sustains you as you draw into his presence, and worship is a gift for that. Um, so I'm just going to wrap up there. i just say, great talk from Jan, I thought, um, the other week. Many of the things she said apply to kingdom business as well. Um, a key thing she said was Matthew six ten, where Jesus teaches us to pray, and he actually says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I think that's what we're we're all about. And in terms of kingdom business, we're just another facet of people trying to see His kingdom come, His will being done on earth, in marketplaces, with supply chains, with economies, as it is in heaven. Amen.
1: David, you're amazing. You are truly amazing, my friend. So... I just want to talk about um, who Jesus has been of late uh, in, in my business uh, and how he's just really been, been the game changer. Um, so, when I say the game changer, it's like, you know, in the mid 90s rugby, Jonah Lomu came on the scene and, uh, you know, the teams were closely tied and he, he was on for the All Blacks and uh, they brought on Jonah Lomu. And he just smashed through everyone. So he's, he's like the game changer. Um my personal favorite analogy though is uh, Achilles, obviously Achilles without the foot problem. So just Achilles with all the all the cool stuff, you know, so the armies are all against each other evenly matched and uh, Achilles comes on and that's it. Oh, game over. Achilles takes on the other army all by himself and he, and he wins, you know. So um and I just I just I want to expound on the goodness of the Father through business and, uh, and how he's just, he's, he's an endless supply. He's, um, the Father is an ever-giving tree, really, uh, and he just keeps on giving, and he wants to express himself in generosity um, through business. So, um, just to give you a bit of uh, background for me, I'm going to give you the whole, the whole part of my, uh, the whole background of my life. Um, so, I am... Um, Come from a Christian family. I, a fourth generation uh, building contractor that we know of, probably more to be honest. Um, half my brothers are building contractors, and my sisters are all married to building contractors. It's uh, it's just how we roll, you know. So um, I, <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> so um, th- and then, uh, so uh, as, as a as a li- as a little boy you know, and again, I'm just trying to reveal myself, give you, a, give you an idea of who I am, but um, as a little boy, all I could ever think about was how to make money, that, that, that was it, that, you, you know, and I, would, I was the kind of wee guy that would walk along, walk along the pavement, and, and maybe someone had dropped money, and I would actually quite find quite a lot of money that way, and, uh, and back in the 90s, uh, or so the 80s, you could find um, cola bottles, uh, you know, the iron brew bottles, and you used to like, pick them up and I used to walk about with big jackets so I could stuff uh, iron brew bottles and take them in for 20 pence you know that was my thing and, and 12 years old uh, I was aware that you could get a paper round when you were 13 and I was like mum can you not just tell my boss that I'm 13 I want a paper round now and she was like no no integrity son no we can't do that and um, as soon as I was 13 I had my paper round and then I had two paper rounds and then I had three paper rounds because it was just you know I you know, just as much as I can possibly handle you know so um and um, So started my apprenticeship at uh, age 16, um, did that for a few years uh, in, in joinery, then for one year, for one year, I went and did drama school down in London, and um, <laughs> it was great, and it was great fun, but I thought, there's no way I'm living poor for the rest of my life, no way, <laughs> I'm not doing it. So uh, I chucked that and uh and, and came back up and you know worked worked again in the building trade. Um and so uh yeah started Qbuild uh, which is our company at the minute in 2008. Uh Here we go. Right. And uh so we built Qbuild on the oh sorry next one. Um we built Qbuild on the principles of integrity communication, and excellence. Um, and just to say, those are fantastic principles to build your business on. Um, but what I would say about that is that if that's all your business is built on, then yes, you will reap the benefits of those good principles and those good godly principles, but it doesn't necessarily mean that Jesus is involved per se. Okay, but so, now, still today, uh, The company is still built on those three principles, so they're still good principles. I'm not saying it's bad principles, just saying it doesn't necessarily mean that we take Jesus with us um, into the workplace. Right, okay, a bit about this graph. So this is a representative graph about the profits of QBuild, but not literal, okay? So I do not get paid in cheeseburgers, okay? I did not make... 30 cheeseburgers the first year, 20 the second year, whatever. However, the line of the graph is entirely correct. Okay, so you get an idea. Because if I told you how much money i make, then you would either uh, feel very jealous or very sorry for me. Wh- whatever. Wh- whatever you think about these things. So, yeah, there we go. Um, so, yeah, and again, it's, it's that thing where your talents and your abilities and all the rest of it, they'll, they'll give you what your talents and abilities will give you. So, you, you put in your talents, your abilities, your skills, and you will get out a, a proportionate amount of blessing and, and all the rest of it based on those talents and abilities. So um, my biggest issue that I have as a construction manager, a project manager, it just weighed extremely heavy on me. Um, that I was just, the, the weight of it, I wanted a lot, but I couldn't handle the weight. That it, it weighed me down, you know, and, Two thousand and eleven, I think I was so stressed i didn 't sleep for three weeks. you know it was just it, it weighed and it wasn 't really proportional to how much you know effort was going in so um, anyway so uh, so Jesus starts to edge his way and this is the topic of the next season so we joined I joined Vernon and I joined HSSL Hope School of Supernatural life in uh, two thousand and fifteen and the most weirdest thing, I think, to date that I've ever done. It's just, you know, encounters and prophesying and all that stuff. And it's just like wow. And, um, and by the end of it, we're Vernon and I are beginning to pick up stuff. We're beginning to understand, you know, like how all this sort of thing works. And and um, there was a really, uh, and we do this we do this show each year at the exhibition centre where we build sets up at stand and and people come around and uh, uh, and say, oh, you, would you build a house for us, and all this kind of stuff, and uh, Vernon and I were praying the morning of that, and then we got this picture of um, this lady in a red dress, and I was like, thank goodness that Vernon and I both got this together, it was just me, but you know, <laughs> a a red dress, and it was like, this person's going to come by your stand, And uh, and so, sure enough, one one lady, the whole two-day thing, one lady in a red dress came by. And, and the funny thing is, I knew about this, this woman. And I knew about the contract that she was offering. And all the other architects and all the other building contractors, they all said, don't work for this person. So I was left with a choice. And, and I was dearly hoping that someone else in a red dress would come by our stand. Uh, but they didn't. <laughs> she was the only one and uh, at the end of it, I thought, right, what do I do? Do I take the advice of my peers, or do I take the advice of God? And I remember, and I took the advice of God, and I remember the first day we started the contract, I thought, this is it, this is the end of the business, we're done. Yeah, you, you know, but, but hey-ho, all in anyway. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, and, and uh, right, where are we going here now? So, yeah, so that and that, that is representative. So, it turned out it was a brilliant contract. It turned out it was the, one of the best things, set us into another plane. And as you can see, uh, March 17, and many cheeseburgers. So, I got lots of cheeseburgers that year. So, it was a fantastic year. So, um, then, uh, so let's go. So, yes, right. Then, oh, gosh, and this is a whole story in and of itself. But February 2017... Hope School of Supernatural Life, Weekend Away, was a pivotal point in Jonti's life. That's when I had a real moment with the Trinity. Trinity came all over me. I was just like, oh, wow, well, Jesus, you're the best. Uh, I don't want anything else for my whole life. You're it. Um, and um, I just, like, like Jonti, you're an important person. Like, you don't realize how p- poor a view of yourself you have until Jesus gives his high view view, and gives you his, his high view, you know, so, um, so and very short, during that period, next one, um, God said to me, I was, I was working in this, in this, this wee guy, this guy's garden, and I was humping stuff into the skip, and just to say, du- during that period, it, it, the way I met with God, the way I had encounters, it's always got to be high tempo, you know, so it's either, you know, loud worship or jogging or expending lots of energy. And so this day I was expending lots of energy, humping rubbish into a skip. And God uh, just stopped me and says, John T, your accomplishments don't really impress me very much. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And, and I was actually quite offended with him. I was like, what's the point? What have I been doing my whole life? He says... <laughs> And he said, he said to me, your accomplishments don't impress me, John T., you impress me. I was like, oh, wow. And you're like, oh, God, what have you, you know, <laughs> Jesus, I love you. And um, I just, and just and, and what it did, it just, it, I actually lost motivation for, for the business for a time. I just, I couldn't be bothered. I was like, your presence is everything. Um, what's the point in even going to work? Um." It's burdensome, uh, and, and I'm still carrying the, the massive weight of that. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not pleasant, and you're pleasant, uh, and uh, and so so, so why would I go? Well, you know, why am I doing this? And um, uh, <laughs> and all, all my all my visions. I remember all the visions at the time. And this was the nature of our relationship at that time. Was was I was I was just a little boy, uh, and, and, he, and he would hold me, and he would tell me that that. That I was his cherished son, that that, that um, everything was going to be okay, that, that that I was protected, and it was just it was just a lovely time. And um, but the, I suppose the the downside really was that I took my eye off the business entirely. I just couldn't care, couldn't wait to get home, go for a run, you know meet Jesus. HSSL was right into HSL. Oh, oh, yes, HSL tonight. Right, okay, whoo, transported to another realm. Don't have to think about work. That's all kind of, you know, it's kind of boring and rubbish and painful. So, um, and, uh, and so that happened for a year and a half. And so, yeah, that was, that was uh, reflected in, in prophets. <laughs> and prophets went right down. And um, so, again, there was one day, I, I'm out running, are um, a jog by this this house uh, and that I know verner had been lusting over on on the internet <laughs> <And then laughs> sorry not lusting you know what I mean, though just greatly desiring <laughs> okay yeah sorry yeah. better word okay woohoo so i um, so i was like so i was like oh, that would be amazing if I could buy that house for Verna and the kids. I know they'd, they'd, they'd love it. And, um, uh, and so I thought, but, you know, I've got, I've got no deposit money. I've got, I've got nothing, uh, and the business isn't doing that well anyway, so what does it, what does it matter? And, 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 just, and I felt God said to me, so why do you want it? And I said, well, well, you know, it'll be fun for me, I'll be honest, but I want to do something good for my family, and I, and I love my wife, and, and I love my kids. And he said to me, the words I'll never forget, he says, John T, do you not think that I love them more than you love them? And the penny just dropped. And I thought, oh wow, I thought I was a better father than Jesus. I thought I was a better father than the father of fathers. Oh, that's actually, sorry, yeah, that one now, yeah, yeah. I should have gone down first, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I thought, and it's like, if he wants, if, if I want to do something good for my family, how much more does he want to do something good for my family? And that just, and I just felt him come close, and the eye of the tiger just like fully engaged again. And I was like, right, okay, John, to your built for business. This is where your heart is. This is what you're born to do. This is this this is who I made you to be. And um, and he started to kind of during that season. He started to kind of commission me and say, and "It went from a very lovey-dovey relationship to a, right. You've got jobs to do, son. Uh, let's do them together." And and my visions at that stage went from from you know being coddled to being clothed in in, in royal robes to because there's justice to bring about, there's a the jobs to be done, there's stuff to happen. So uh, and and it's completely changed. Um, So, yeah, and again, during that time, uh, I remember Simon actually was talking about declarations one Sunday, and I thought, oh, wow, I felt the Spirit say to me, right, okay, yeah, let's do a declaration, so let's do declaration time. So, I have to say, I was hugely embarrassed (laughs) about giving this one because it's so outrageous, but I think it really does reveal the heart of the Father towards His children, and so yeah, you are my business partner, together we make good decisions, I will prosper in this land, and riches come easily to me, and um, during, that, during that period, it, it, that's just exactly what happened, it just because I felt God so close beside me, all the decisions that I was making were sort of easy, even the bad decisions somehow got redeemed easy, and became Almost like they were a good decision initially and, and just just an amazing time and, and but the critical thing was that now I felt' right beside me so and it ushered in ushered in the era of the business partners and um, and this has been this has been, this is a up to current day actually, and so i'm still in that season and and what what really happened was that but, he took the burden, and so it became his burden and, um, and his, almost his job and me just carrying out some tasks and me just going, all right, okay, so what do you think, Jesus? Oh, yeah, that seems like the best idea now, and it was so simple. It was the ease at which it happened. It wasn't so much we did anything particularly spectacular. It was just the ease at which God just downloaded, there you go, right, quick, easy decisions. Let's just, let's just do that, 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 and that, um, and, and because of that, we're able to take on more. Um, and then, yep. And so that was then reflected in the profits again. So you see, the first seven or eight it's a slow, steady graph. And then the game changer gets involved, <laughs> and it's a complete, it was a complete turnaround. And so, I am, um, how much time do I have? What have we got? Five minutes? Oh, yes. Right. Okay. Cool. So I wanted to do a wee skit, if I may. Um, I don't, because uh, I've got time. I'm going to do it. So, uh, can I? Ha- I need a tall. P- I've got. I want to demonstrate it. Actually, I want to demonstrate this. 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 Um, my journey, if you like, um, better than I can explain it. So, but if you can put up the next slide first. So my faith, his faith. It's got to a stage. It's got to a stage in my life. where I can't tell. What is my faith? And what is my confidence? Because it just feels like he wants to do stuff, and I just trot along after him <laughs> like a wee lamb, you know. So, <laughs> so it's, it's almost like I don't feel I have faith. I know that I do, but it's almost like I feel that I don't because it's all him anyway, and and I just kind of like tuck in behind him. So, anyway, what I need for this uh, for this one, I need a, ideally a big person, taller. Um, Maybe the epitome of a man. Oh, Nick! Yes. So yes, Nick. Thank you. Right. Okay. So if you can, <laughs> if you can stand over here initially. So you are Jesus, and uh, yeah. And I am Jaunty. Okay. So, uh, so first stage. So, John T. goes to his work. Okay, right. Now I've got these. De- so I've got this work to do today. So I've got these decisions to make. Right, okay. So, right, what to do, do? Okay, right, uh, Jesus. Right, o- okay. So, this needs to happen. That needs to happen. And um, right, okay. We just speak your blessing over it. And and what uh, and, uh, what wh- what is it you think? Uh, whatever, right? Okay, we're going to do this, and, and uh, 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 I don't know if it's the right thing or not, but, but it's what we're going to do. And, and, and I've got, and I've got the zeal, and I can carry it. And, and this, 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 this is my business, and uh, 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 and, uh, and I've got stuff I need to do. So that's stage number one. Stressed, weight of the world on his shoulders. Next stage, <gasps> Jesus. Oh, Jesus, yes, you're so squishy, so nice. I don't want to go to that horrible work anymore. It's horrible. (laughs) No. Do do you do kisses as well, Jesus? No? Oh, you you do? Oh, 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 it's amazing, yes. Oh, Jesus, just don't, don't, don't make me go back. Don't make me go back. Oh it's so safe here with you and you're so warm and and and, and, and strong. Oh, and you're strong. <laughs> you're not five-pound four-ounce baby Jesus, wrapped in swaddling clothes. You're strong, you're strapping, you 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 could take on the weight of the world, Jesus. Oh wow. Oh yes, and, and you're so close and we're friends. Oh. In fact, we're best friends. I, I, and I feel like you're favorite. It's a fantastic feeling, yes. Oh <laughs> and then Next stage, and uh, and God, and you've got jobs for me, and you've got tasks for me to carry out, and you want to. So i like, yes, you do. You've got ideas, oh wow, and 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 you want me to do the stuff, but but you're gonna carry the weight, oh wow, so. So, so let's do it. So you lead the way. <laughs> now come in. I'll, I'll t- I'm going to tuck in. Behind. Yes, that's it. <laughs> okay. And so we'll take this land. We're going to take that. We're going to do this task. We're going to do this. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so easy. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, over oh, there. Right, here we go. And so in closing, I just want to say, Unlocking the keys to my business was finding the champion in whom I could tuck in behind the slipstream of his confidence. For anyone here in business or even work situation, it's going to look different for you because God has a unique, different relationship with all of us. But there's two things I'm going to identify today which are the same for all of us. And one, his desire to give good, give good gifts to his children is entirely indiscriminate, and, and we're all entitled to that. Um, and the other thing that's available is intimacy, and, and that will look, again, that will look different. And what I would say is that specifically the intimacy with the Father, and I think that theology has masked the face of the father and portrayed him as a little bit distant and cross. However, I can tell you with some confidence and certainty that that is not the case. He's a lovely, lovely being, kind and strong and there all the time. He's a delight to know But most of all, most of all, he thinks you are a delight to know.